Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, it's a Thursday. We are ready to roll. Live in Los Angeles, it's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be watching, you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. It's my last day working for a few days. J-Mac takes over tomorrow, then next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm going to an undisclosed location with the fam. J-Mac, let's make today's count. I mean, yesterday was pretty good. Today, let's really make it count. It's kind of like that scene in Dazed and Confused where the parents are going out of town for the weekend and the kid gets the kegs delivered to his house. (laughs) And it's like, "Uh uh-oh, trouble is afoot. It's going to be a fun one. So, um, there's an old saying. Same glasses, different lens. Looks the same, isn't. So yesterday, the Steelers signed another massive contract, gave a defensive player four years and close to $70 million. Alex Highsmith, he's a good football player. But the key to all this stuff, any business, yours, mine, staying current, right? So two of the great all-time AFC franchises are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Between the two of them, they have been to 13 Super Bowls, and they have won nine These are great franchises. Kansas City was great. 60s, 70s, Hank Stram, Len Dawson. Steelers were the dominant team of my childhood in the 70s. The Steel Curtain, Terry Bradshaw, Jack Lambert, Mean Joe Green, Chuck Knoll, on and on and on. But let's look at the last decade where Kansas City's gotten to five straight AFC championships. 
and Pittsburgh's been to one in 10 years. Now, you could say that's all Mahomes. But let's go back to same glasses, different lens. How do they view football going forward? The Chiefs are third in offensive spending, near the bottom of the NFL on defense. The Steelers are third or fourth highest spenders on defense. Both rosters are very good. Both coaches are very good. Both rosters, organization, ownership, excellent. But the Chiefs are viewed differently today. They're viewed as creative and progressive and cutting edge and clever. Move off players quickly, especially on the defensive side if they're not named Chris Jones. Pittsburgh today is viewed as tough, physical, defense. And for five years, they can't figure out their offensive line or running game. Both rosters are stacked. Both owners are great. Both coaches will make the Hall of Fame. But they view the world differently. Kansas City's view is mine, so I favor it. Due to rule changes, you just can't do things you could do 10 years ago defensively against corners, against tight ends. So Kansas City pays Chris Jones, an elite defender up front, and then just goes cheap and young and fast on defense. Remember, more players on defense went to the IR last year than offense. Defensive players blow stuff up. You don't want them old. They stay out after an injury longer. Kansas City's view, spend the money on offense, keep the defense young, fast, cheap, and fresh. If they get hurt, they recover more quickly. The Steelers' worldview, more sacks. The Steelers have led the NFL in sacks for the last six years. Zero playoff wins. Zero. The Warriors valued shooting. The Sixers at the same time years ago valued size. How did it work out? The Chiefs value points, flexibility, creativity. The Steelers value old-school toughness, defensive players, and sacks. It should be noted the last five Super Bowl champs, zero have had a top-five defense. You watched the Super Bowl. We thought that Eagles defense was great, and then it met Mahomes. We bragged about how good that young Kansas City defense was, and then they met Jalen Hurts. By the way, the Niners couldn't stop either offense. And the Niners' defense is about as stacked as any defense has been, except, or, or maybe with the Seahawks a few years back. Same glasses, different lens. Success is about staying current. I like how the Chiefs see the world, even though I think the Steelers have a great ownership group, draft and develop, Hall of Fame coach, and a stacked roster. So, I don't know why this is with guys. No idea. <laughs> but uh, guys that I know tend to be pretty good compartmentalizers. I look at my brain as a series of small rooms, and nobody enters the other rooms. That means if I have somebody I don't necessarily love, but they can help my kids out, help my family, good for business, I can compartmentalize this. It doesn't mush into other stuff. It's not like, uh, you know, batter or something. It's just like they're all little separate compartments. And so I don't know what it is, but in sports, T.O. was a niner. 
He was an eagle. He was a cowboy. Those fan bases at different times loved him or hated him. But when he was on their team, they forgot all of it. I always have this feeling to, um, you know, sort of to believe in anything, you have to forget a lot. Draymond Green used to um, not like Chris Paul. Chris Paul did not like Draymond Green. Now they're teammates. And Draymond Green talked about this on a podcast. I publicly said I didn't like Chris before. Like, I'm just not going to be like, oh, man, that changed. Now he's my teammate. No, I look forward to talking amongst men. I look forward to working with another adult. You know, I've, when you've had, I've had my fair share of days of, like, not working with adults right. and people who don't, don't move like adults. Right. So I'm looking forward to going to work with an adult. Right. You know what I'm saying? Chris is a pro. I'm looking forward to going to work, work with a pro. Yeah, I think you can read between the lines there. It's, it's not hard to see. Jordan Poole was young, immature, and selfish and erratic. Chris Paul's none of those. Chris Paul is a veteran, smart, very few turnovers, makes everybody beyond himself better. Compartmentalize. That's one of the cool things about sports, whether it's a 55-man NFL locker room, a 13-14-guy basketball locker room, or a 25-guy baseball locker room. Different races, religions from different countries, different families, different backgrounds. Some are young and fighting. Some are old and wealthy. It doesn't really matter. Just getting everybody on the same page. Sports is very unique that way. You can have completely different philosophies on politics and life and raising a family and religion. And yet, a good coach and a good GM and a good leader in that front office and in that locker room, everybody's going in the same direction. I think they'll get along fine, one, because I think guys compartmentalize, and two, Draymond is Chris Paul. Smart, a veteran, a winner, feisty, and elevates others. They're the same guy. Jordan Poole is like 14 years younger than Chris Paul. There's a reason he and Draymond didn't get along. Probably didn't have the same taste in music, lifestyles. Draymond's a family guy. Chris Paul's a family guy. Now they'll compartmentalize their history and win games. I don't know why it is. I don't know why guys compartmentalize the way we do. I won't speak for women. If my wife gets in a bad mood, she's in a bad mood. It's going to be like uh, soup. It's all going to mix together. I'm done for the day. For me, eh, good 10 minutes, bad 10 minutes, whatever it is. Maybe it's because we're more selfish, and we if you're helping us, we don't care about the rest. I don't know. Not a psychologist. But it'll work. Chris Paul and Draymond Green are the same guy. Winners, feisty, high IQ, highly competitive, love to irritate others. Jordan Poole is not the same guy as Draymond, nor is he the same as Chris Paul. And again, to believe in anything, you've got to forget sometimes everything. Yesterday's news shouldn't affect today. They'll get along fine. All right, J-Mac, that's where we start today. You know, for the record, Steve Kerr's a master at this. He learned under Phil Jackson. Mm. If you go read the book Three Ring Circus... Jeff Perlman, it is remarkable that Phil Jackson got Shaq and Kobe to play together at a high level. Del Harris had them before, but as they became stars and won titles, it got it got more selfish, more vanity, more ego. And Phil Jackson kept them around for three titles, should have been four, had the Lakers not fallen apart before that series against Detroit. Mm-hmm. And the entire time, 
it was, but Phil Jackson found the one thing they both deeply cared about was winning basketball games, which would elevate their legacy, their wealth, their standing in the community, the basketball community. So Phil was able to find the stuff they could connect on, even though they were totally different guys. One guy was big, fun, loving teddy bear Shaq. The other guy was driven, obsessed, difficult Kobe, and he just made it work because at the end, they both wanted the, the titles because it would elevate both. It's hard but I think it's totally doable. Well, the only problem is those two, neither of them had titles, Kobe and Shaq. They had to work together to get titles. And they, Shaq had got to the finals in Orlando. But Draymond's sitting here with, I know what's right. I know how to win titles. L- look at the rings. Chris Paul says, well, you know, I'm a Hall of Famer, one of the best in my position ever. I think I know better. Because he does. You, you know this. Everywhere he goes, he's trying to tell people what to do. Um, yeah, let's just say uh, it's going to be an interesting season for, <laughs> season for the Warriors. I, I'm not buying it, Colin. I, I'm not. And it hurts me, man. I like this. Uh, you know, Steph Curry's my guy. It just hurts me to have to root for Chris Paul. Oof. I don't think it's that difficult. Okay. You got a little Chris Paul. You're feisty. Oh, please. You're, you're, you're feisty. Don't have the brass ring yet, but you're very feisty, very competitive. I don't have a ring? What are you talking well, about? Well, I mean the brass ring. You know, you're still fighting, moving up that ladder. Wait, how, how many? <laughs> out of us two... Who sold a company here before? Oh, that's true. It's a good point. Oh, yeah. You that's didn't think right. I checkmate you like that this early <laughs> in the show. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm still chasing. I want multiple rings, though. Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> you, wanted the, you wanted the G League. This is, <laughs> this is the NBA. Oh, that was good. That was good. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bbo for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. 
Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates. None of the bull. So, uh, Des Bryant, so take it for what it's worth. Uh, Des Bryant has been talking to uh, Trayvon Diggs of the Cowboys. Cowboys had to hire a babysitter, basically a crew, to uh, you know babysit uh, Des Bryant when he came into the league. So, you know, again, I, I just I take it for what it's worth. But he said he's talking to Trayvon Diggs, and uh, Trayvon Diggs like is not trying to knock the Cowboys over the head. But you know, he doesn't be he's not being treated fairly in negotiations. For the record, he's got a year left on his contract. <laughs> so Jerry has set a precedent, though. Jerry paid two positions you should never pay early, early. And he paid him two years early. Jalen Smith, linebacker. You don't pay linebackers early. Zeke, running back two years early. What are you doing? Safeties, interior offensive linemen, linebackers, running backs. Let's be honest. Outside of quarterback and an occasional left tackle, because there's about eight great ones on the planet, at any one time, maybe six, I would pay a quarterback early or a left tackle early. There's just not many of them. I wouldn't even pay a rush end early or a corner early. Why? Defensive players get hurt more often. Defensive players are about blowing stuff up, physicality, and contact. They get hurt a lot. So I'd pay a left tackle early, and I would pay a wide receiver or a quarterback early. Those two positions, quarterback, left tackle, that's it. The rule for me is pay big money infrequently, very rarely. If you do it, it's got to be the right positions. But when the owner fashions himself as a GM, well, there's no separation with players. So they look at Jerry and think, hey, that's the rich guy, has the yacht. He's my friend. Stan Kroenke can support players, but the great owners have a separation between themselves and players. Great bosses do. I don't hang around with the Murdochs. I mean, they're nice, but there's got to be a certain separation. We eventually have to negotiate contracts. That's the way the game works. I've never had a boss I vacationed with. There's probably a reason for it. They don't want it. Not good for me either, right? So Jerry, though, there is guys. He not only set a precedent paying him early, but he pays the wrong positions early. I'm not saying corner doesn't have value. Same with running back and linebacker, but we all sort of get the game. The interesting thing is, what is the position he didn't pay early? Dak. And he ended up overpaying for him. The Cowboys probably should have gone to Dak and said, you know what, we think you're BB+, plus, but you're a great kid, great leader. We can certainly win a division and playoff games with you, and maybe if things are right, a Super Bowl. I don't know if the, the, the last one's true, but you can win playoff games with, with Dak. So the one position you should have paid early to save yourself a little, this is what Kansas City did with Mahomes. This is what you do with Justin Herbert. If you could do it, do a year early, get him locked in, Joe Burrow. But the Cowboys waited to the very end with Dak and then had to pay him at the time more than any quarterback in the league. And he should be paid somewhere between 8th most and 12th most as a quarterback. 
So, but Jerry's ego won't allow this. So th- this is, and, and we live in a time now with, you know, these NFL guys are looking at the IG and the international soccer guys and Conor McGregor and UFC are boxing stars and basketball stars and soccer stars. And they're like, where's the bag? The problem is the NFL's got a hard cap and almost nobody outside of a quarterback is worth a single point. Players also don't have a very strong union in the NFL. So you got to love football because you're not always going to love the contracts. Right, You're not always going to love the contracts in football. Even now, Mahomes, in a couple of years, his contract, he'll probably be eighth highest paid quarterback. you got to love the game because in football, maybe not the other sports, but in football, you're not always going to love your contract. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Heard on the news. This is the Herdline News. Let's keep on the uh, contract theme, but in the running back department, probably the story du jour this summer is running backs struggling to get contracts. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs. It's getting ugly out there, Colin. NFLPA President J.C. Treader was asked about the running back market and had this to say. That's the tough thing with the franchise tag or being restricted in movement as it decreases your leverage, but then you have to find creative ways to build leverage elsewhere. Um, I think we've seen issues now. I don't think anybody would ever say they were fake injuries, but we've seen players who um, didn't want to be where they currently are, um, have injuries that made them uh, unable to practice and play, Um, but you're not able to get fined and you're not able to be punished for not reporting. I don't think uh, think I'm allowed to ever recommend that, um, but at least publicly. But I, I think each player needs to find a way to build up leverage to try to get a fair deal. Yeah, at this point, we're just pandering to running backs. And this is what the media does. The media believe, you and I have talked about this on there and the off. Media believes everybody, every player should get the most money or else it's unfair to players. You have collective bargaining agreements. You have contracts. It's okay to live up to them. Saquon Barkley and the Giants were $2 million apart on a long-term deal. They offered him a deal. It just wasn't the deal he wanted. I've never gotten everything I wanted in a contract. Ever! So the idea that the Giants stonewalled him is nonsense. The data also indicates you can't sign running backs to second contracts. It's a losing proposition. Analytics, data, this this idea that everybody's against running backs. No, they're not. They're just not getting the money they want. The franchise tag pays Saquon $10 million. He's already the third highest paid running back in the league since he entered it behind guys that should make more. McCaffrey, who's a better receiver, and Derrick Henry, who's been a total, you know, he's like the pitcher that pitches 300 innings a year. So this idea that Saquon hasn't been taken care of is ridiculous. He's excellent, but he's got an injury history. Um, It's too much pandering. It's like, oh, the running backs are being treated unfairly. By the way, none of these running backs cared about safeties and linebackers the last couple of years. Their salaries have gone down. By the way, tight ends forever, no respect. Now Gronk, Travis Kelsey have gotten tight ends noticed and paid. So I was I was looking into this. Uh, we, we talked, I think, about this summer. Joe Mixon got a, got a new new deal. Took, it, a, right? took a haircut. I, it, I was just reading multiple stories on this. It looks like he took about a $5 million haircut. To stay in Cincinnati. That's so, right. So he had what was going to be the third highest cap hit on the team. That's not how you build a winner. We've talked about this. So they basically adjusted it. He's now the 11th highest cap hit on the team. But Joe Mixon, they probably looked at him and were like, dude, you got some off-field issues? 
You want to be on this team? You got to take a $5 million haircut. Now, I'm reading on the Aaron Jones thing now. It sounds like he took a bit of a haircut. Not as big as Mixon. But essentially, it's like they look at him like, Aaron Jones, hey, you're good. We like you. You want to stick around Green Bay? Ask yourself this. You got to take a pay cut. How many Americans, forget pro athletes, how many Americans make as much as they think they deserve? None. (laughs) How many pro athletes get everything they want outside of LeBron? Even Mahomes knows he's taking less than his market value to win games. I'm not falling in line with all the panders in the media. NFL running backs are being paid. The Giants offered Saquon a very nice contract looking at his injury history. They came within two million of inking it. Saquon rolled the dice and they said no thanks. He's still making 10 million a year, which is a lot for a running back well, with an injury history. Again, 10, it's 10 million for this year. He gets another injury, there's no guarantees. Well, like, okay, well don't get if he gets another injury, the team would have been screwed. The team would have been screwed, yes, and he would be screwed going forward as well. Yeah, but that your Daniel job, Jones gets hurt this year running the football. Who cares? He's got a lot more money coming to him. Right. You know, like, but quarterbacks right. don't get banged up long term. They get injured for brief times. Running well, backs, running quarterbacks do get banged up. And Daniel they, Jones is one of those. But they come back. Running backs gonna get injured and they're gone for a season. Yes, it, it can be bad. Fin- so, final note. Um yeah. so Jamal Williams, you saw this on the Lions. He led the league in touchdowns last year with seventeen yeah. rushing. So you would think like, geez, well, he probably probably had a lot of suitors. Three years, $12 million from the Saints. That's all he got. He led the league in rushing touchdowns. Okay. It just, it. I think we can, we're saying the same thing. We agree the running back position is devalued and, and the market and is And should be based on analytics and data. And should Agreed. be. At the same time, I can feel a little bit bad for Saquon Barkley. Well, Austin Eckler, I feel terrible. He never uh, yeah, got right, paid right. early. So early. both things are true. Also, also, not every GM is, is smart. I think Austin Eckler is perfect in Carolina because Bryce Young needs a running game. So I, And Austin Eckler's a great receiver. I, if I was Carolina, I would go into camp if I wanted some juice in my offense. In that division, Austin Eckler could be the difference between seven wins and eight. But I don't think the Chargers, like, you can't trade Eckler right now. You can't go into the season well, right got now. they very capable backups. They're not Austin Eckler. I don't know. But they're I better mean, at receiver this year than they've been. They've got they three are. guys now. Hey, well, health well, of the offensive potentially line. four. Health of the offensive line. We'll see. They so haven't been. The, the, but the, the media does this. They go into narratives, and everybody's got to jump in, or they turn on you. I'm not buying the running back argument. Why? Because I've been talking to executives for the last several years, and they're all saying the same thing. Steve Kime, Telesco, Chris Ballard. You talk to all of them. They're like, by the way, what do the Eagles do? They moved off a running back. Miles Sanders. Somebody... I mean, uh, Steve Kime did pay Kyler Murray way too much well, money. No, I don't he's want, a quarterback. It's a different argument. Still, Stay on deal. running back. They are not worth the money on the second deal unless your quarterback's terrible and you've got to compensate. Once your quarterback's competent, you can't li- – now, that's why, by the way, you say, what about the Giants? Well, the Giants have multiple issues. One, they should have franchise tagged the quarterback when they didn't – this is just a toxic totally, yeah. mess. Yeah. They could have fixed this, but, and they were close with Barkley. But but they, you, you all, if you overpay for a quarterback, I will defend you. If you because the analytics say it can be worth it. Learn a lot. Like everybody say, oh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins won the division last year. Has won playoff games. So when people say the quarterback is overrated or overpaid, I can look and say, well, I mean, people have banged on Dak. Dak's won a division. Dak gets to the playoffs. Dak's won a playoff game. 
But the analytics are not in this league saying edge rushers, left tackles, and quarterbacks are overpaid. But the, an- the analytics are not anti-player. They're anti-a position, just like Tristan Thompson went from valuable to can't have him on the floor over the course of three years in the NBA because of analytics. The analytics said middle relievers in baseball had immense value, and all of a sudden, like, everybody's gobbling up the middle relievers who prior, you know... By the way, this is, this is easy. Like, the owners aren't putting the money in their pocket. They're just paying other positions more. Tight ends are finally getting some real cash because the middle of the field is now theirs, not the safety. Uh, by the way, Giants overpaid Darren Waller, too. Given his injury history the last couple years, that, that was a bit of an overpay. All right, let's move on. They overpaid for that. You know why they did that? Daniel Jones. Help him out, yeah. yeah. All right, let's get to the better team in New York, the Jets. Um, Quentin Williams, one of the best defensive linemen, well, defensive tackles, let's say, in the NFL uh, is focused on making the Jets defense number one in the league. Here's what he had to say. That's the goal to um, be the number one defense in the NFL, man. We got the guys in our room, guys who had phenomenal talent last year, man, who getting better every single day now, who can be way better than they was last year. We got guys who ain't even scratched the surface that was good last year, who can be way better. So just small things like that that can help us out uh, to be the number one defense. And like we always say, defense win championships. So we definitely focus on that. You know, I was listening yesterday. Uh, I've been moving last couple of days, so I've been on the road listening to baseball or talk radio. And I forget where this came from. I apologize. It was on some station. I don't have Sirius XM currently. And um, somebody made a really good point. He said, name the great Patriot players. And he said, I can give you four for the Jets. Garrett Wilson's going to be great. Sauce Gardner's great. Quentin Williams' great. Aaron Rodgers' great. That's four great players. And oh, by the way, corner, wide receiver, quarterback, like key positions. And he said, name a great Patriot that you're absolutely sure will be there in three or four years. And I couldn't name one. Matt Judon's a very good edge rusher. He's good, yeah. But he's smaller, and the word has been that he wears down over a season because he's a smaller edge guy. Um, it, it, it was interesting to listen to it that way. You and I have talked about this before. To win an NBA championship, generally like the Denver Nuggets, you have to have a majority of your best players in their prime. Jokic, Jamal Murray, mm. Aaron Gordon, Porter in their prime. That's the way it's worked in NBA history. You ha- That's why when you get old and you only have like one guy in your prime. So the Nuggets have like four, their four best players in their prime, right? KCP arguably is out of it, but close. So if you look in the NFL, what wins Super Bowls usually, you have like six or seven elite players. Like Kansas City's got Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Tooney. And they, they five or six guys that are really high end in the league. Name a Patriot. One great player on New England. So that's that's the one thing where I defend the Jets. The Jets have four guys who are on any given Sunday one of the top two players at their position in the league. Aaron will have a Sunday that you're like, is he the second best quarterback after Mahomes? Quinnen Williams, Sauce Gardner, and Garrett Wilson, I think, is the one kid we know is going to take. He's, he's going to be a great Let's not player. forget Brees Hall coming back from the injury. He's excellent. Uh, also, by the way, a little subplot here. Uh, guess what kind of shirt Robert Sala was wearing what? to a media session today? What? Well, we have it, uh, an image of it. It's I love hard knocks. <laughs> Given that the Jets are uh, apparently kicking them out of rooms, he said they got a great group of people working with us. We express some of our concerns. They answer them. I do like the Jets pushing back 
They kind of got shafted here. We would agree. Well, yeah. With the hard I, knocks I, I, I totally respect what the Jets did, which is, uh, this is a football team, not a production studio. We're going to push back a little bit. I do hope Sala makes it because I really do believe this. I think he, he's got a Mike Tomlin feel to him. He feels big. He's a good quote. You put Sala on the podium after a loss, he gets salty. Tomlin's a great quote. Sean Payton was a great quote. You know, like, like I like guys. Sala has a, a presence. I like my coach to have a prep. McVay takes over like a, a podium. He sounds like a motivational speaker. So I'm hoping Sala works. He he feels like a New York football coach. Big, strong, defiant, belief. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's easy. Just get to the playoffs. You'll save your job. Right? Well, you win seven or eight games, you're probably not going to be around win, next year. If they win ten and don't get in, which in the AFC is possible, he's not losing his job. You know what helps him a little bit? It, it depends how they lose it. You know what helps him a little, if they go 10 and a little bit, though? That Aaron's reputation... Wait, you mean 10 and 7, by the way. Yeah. Aaron's rep is a little bit... Not, not difficult, but prickly. And if they win 10 games and Aaron's got a couple of outbursts during the year, I think he'll be viewed as somebody who balanced a lot of things. Hard knocks. Aaron, young guys, star quarterback... O-line. There's a lot of stuff to balance here. So if the Jets win 9 or 10 games, I my takeaway is Salah's probably done a pretty good job to balance the young kids with the old quarterback, the rebuilding O-line. By the way, did you see Beck? Beck have you seen your left tackle? Mekhi Beckton, yeah. Have you seen the videos of him? I haven't seen the videos. You Remember, the I pictures. got a picture sent to me from... Uh, no, no, he, that, he's He's finally, slimmed down. Well, he's in a contract year. He, <laughs> the guy better get his act together. Um... Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but let's final topic is the NBA, Colin. Real quick, James Harden's situation is ugly. Um, Sham Sharani is reporting that Harden absolutely wants to trade to the Clippers. Rival teams view it as the only path for Harden. Apparently, they're just going to have to figure this out. There'll be a third team, I guess. Yahoo Sports' Jake Fisher says, if this Harden saga drags out through September and until media day, Harden is expected to report to Sixers training camp. Now, remember... Ben Simmons famously did the same thing, reported to camp, had like a phone in his pocket. It was getting ugly. They ultimately got a deal. Um, I don't know. It's it's yet another summer of James Harden trying to force his oh, way to I'm another so team. so over James Harden. By the way, how much does Harden make? If you gave me Norman Powell, who makes $18 million a year, what does Harden make? I, I don't, my contention is when you get a Kyrie or a Harden that are erratic, they'll blow up the team they go to. Give me, don't worry about getting star for star. Give, so Harden makes 35, Norman Powell 18, so that's one of the guys I'll take. How the heck do I figure out how to how to bridge that salary? But but I don't need a star back. Give me a give me the a great six man and a rotational starter. Let I'm me, totally good. Who who's the if Harden goes to the Clippers and they keep Paul George and Kawhi, who's the leader of that team? They don't, <laughs> they're just talented. They don't have a leader. They're just this em- idea that those three are going to work together. They'll be fine. Kawhi is not the leader. He doesn't talk. Paul George has never won anything. James once, Harden is not showing up in the postseason. Like I don't know who's running that huddle. Once again, Ty Lue. Ty Lue has to work with dysfunction. His whole career, he's been dealing with dysfunction well, as a player and as a coach, and he always pulls it together. Well, when you have LeBron, it's Well, but there helps. was dysfunction it on was. that team. He's had the deal, even as a Laker, go back to that roster he was on. 
He's uh, he has been in so much chaos. He's so hardened about it. I didn't mean to wordplay oh, there. Pun. But I mean, he'll make it work. He'll make it the best version of what it could be, Harden, Kawhi, and George. But it's essentially a talented, kind of rudderless starting five. Yeah. I, you know, they're, they're all good players, but I think it, it, the one of the reasons it works is that Harden won't play D, and Paul and Kawhi are both excellent. So Harden needs to go someplace. It's like my my knock on Luka. Kyrie's a bad fit for Luka because neither wants to defend. Yeah. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar. Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. 
Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Tomorrow, the U.S. women begin their quest for a historic World Cup three-peat with a primetime showdown against Vietnam. The FIFA Women's World Cup tomorrow at 9 Eastern, only on Fox. By the way, we have 14 new players on our team, 14 new participants. So it's a massive turnover. We're number one in the world with a chance to win. Never happened before. Three straight World Cup championships from any team, men or women. But it's a it's a major turnover. Half the roster has been turned over. We have an 18-year-old. Alyssa Thompson's 18. Can you imagine being in the World Cup at 18 years old on the world stage? No. I guess some Olympians have done it, but that's uh, it, I can't wait to watch it. So um, you know the way it works when you work at a company – and it's a big company, and there's a lot of money and stuff, but there's a job promotion available, and one person's going to get the job promotion. And so if you don't get it, you're welcome to stay, but you'll work under that person, man or woman, or you can leave. And it's painful, and it's hard. I totally get it. And I think that's what the Saquon Barkley situation feels like. They were going to pay one guy in the backfield, and they chose the quarterback. He didn't have an injury history. It's a more important position. The Giants, we're going to pay one guy in the backfield. Now, in San Francisco, they pay one guy in the backfield. It's the running back. But the Giants are not going to pay elite money to two guys in the backfield. There was a job promotion available, and they gave it to the quarterback. So what is Saquon Barkley going to do? He's upset. I'd be, you know, I get it. I've gotten passed over. I get it. I totally get it. I've never been resentful. I've been unhappy. So Saquon Barkley on a podcast talked about it. My leverage is I can say to the Giants. I can say to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want to show you how, much, how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. I right. won't play it down. And that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a play I can use. Do I, anybody knows me, knows that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like, I never, I never thought I would ever do that. But like, now I'm at a point where it's like, Jesus, like, I, I might have to take it to this level. And like, am I willing? Am I prepared to take it to the level? I don't know. Well, Lavian Bell pouted, sat out of season, and was never the same player. I always feel your loyalty in the entertainment field should be to yourself. Your authenticity. That doesn't mean you should sit out. Because I think if you're loyal to yourself, you should be loyal to the performance of yourself. Saquon needs to be on a football field. He's a great player. He's a great athlete. If he has a great season, I can assure you there'll be a market somewhere for him. If he decides to be stubborn, sit out, it'll disappear. Nobody's going to want a guy who sat out when he was healthy wasn't a team guy. I mean, you got things working against you as a running back. Multiple things working against you. Analytics, data, his health. You do not want to add another thing working against you. You pouted. Right? Like, like we all know that. Like, none of us are perfect. But there are so many things lined up against the running back from the perspective of a general manager. Don't add another. Go play. Kick arse and create a market. There'll be a market. I said this 
Yesterday, Josh Jacobs of the Raiders. There's a market for him. Austin Eckler. Doesn't feel like there's one. They could make a deal. Austin Eckler could find work. So I, I, I don't, I just think what happens, and this happens all the time for a lot of people in America, there's one job promotion and you don't get it. Should you be a bad employee? Should you pout? Should you leave? I could see the Giants, if he doesn't play, saying, all right, they drafted a running back in the fifth round this year. They'll go get one in the second or third round next year. Because if you really look at what the Giants need, if Saquon left, it's just skill players offensively. Defense pretty good, right? Defense pretty good. Got their quarterback, they think, or at least paid him like it. Uh, got their left tackle. So I could see him being traded to a Tampa, or, you know, in Atlanta, not Atlanta, Arizona, and just disappearing into the NFL ether. I could see that too. But I, I, I always think bet on yourself. Only one person gets the bag in an NFL backfield. Aaron Jones now took pay cuts, and uh, we're talking about Joe Mixon took a pay cut. Should Joe Mixon be furious? You can be unhappy, but if it turns to bitterness and you don't play, you've just added another reason why GMs are going to be, if you don't pay him, he sits out. And he's been hurt. Drip, drip, drip. You don't want a third drip, a fourth drip. So I'd play. Kick butt. Be valuable and create a market. It won't be the market you love, but it's a market. Sitting, you may blow up the entire market for you. Le'Veon Bell did. Never the same player. Never the same value. So I saw this. Um, I just want your initial take on this. I'm not, I'm not going to go too in-depth. If I say this to you, <laughs> Patriots workout running backs Leonard Fournette and Daryl Henderson as a Jets fan, what did you? What's your takeaway on that? <laughs> what do you have against Daryl Henderson? I have anything against them? <laughs> but but a week ago, it was Dalvin Cook and D Hop talking to the Patriots. Financially, New England's in a bit of a spot. Clearly, they can't any up, or they don't want to for the high end. If talent. you went to your kids and said, "Kids." We're going to Hawaii. And then two days later said, I meant the Hawaii Hotel in Toledo. Not the same thing. Kind of a letdown. D-Hop, Dalvin Cook, two days later. Well, we're talking to Lenny. <laughs> I mean, it's not. A, I mean, if you're Mac Jones, you think Saquon's unhappy. At least Saquon's got in the bag. How about Mac Jones? How's he being treated? Two weeks ago, Dalvin Cook, D-Hop. Now I've got Devontae Parker locked in for three years and Leonard Fournette and Daryl Henderson. We're all talking about how running backs are treated poorly. You're Mac Jones? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I look at that and I think there are, if you did, seriously, if you took the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins, Okay. And built an all-star Pro Bowl team. How many Patriots make it? There's got to be a special teams guy on there. No, <laughs> Matt Slater. There you go. Is he still in the league? Yeah, <laughs> like year 20. How many Patriots? Jets have at least four or five guys we know. Bills have five or six we know. Dolphins have <laughs> the receivers. You know, Stephon, your receivers would I mean, be... The starting quarterbacks on that team are, are who? Sauce Gardner and Jalen Ramsey? That, that's a nasty duo. The duet. backups are good. 
How many Patriots would make an AFC East Pro Bowl team? Dude, I sh- we should do that. I, I said I'm, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I like that. No skill players. N- Ju- Judon had again. He's I like him, but rem- the Bills have pass rushers. They double down on that a little bit, don't they? Have Vaughn Miller? Vaughn Miller. <laughs> it depends if you run a four three or three four. Quinton Williams is certainly in there. Do the Patriots find? I'm sure Bradley Chubb is in there. I- I'm just telling you. Hour two next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store... Just visit tecovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.